Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. This is the year to stop overpaying for your family plan. So choose a straight talk wireless family plan. Unlimited data, talk, and text on a reliable 5G network. And you can get a new line starting at $25 per line per month for four lines, plus taxes and fees and no contracts. That's good decision making. Available at Walmart and on straighttalk.com. Family plan discount with four lines, all on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. In times of traffic, your data may be temporarily slower than other traffic. Video streams at up to 480p. Canva is awesome for so many reasons, for your social media, but for work. If you're looking for ways to impact at work, Canva can help your points get across. All right, Mike, do you, what do we use it for? Like one sheets, if we're doing like a presentation, graphics. Oh, it's awesome for graphics. Super easy to use. And that's the thing too, especially with some of these apps, you think, well, there's no way I'll be able to use it. Well, me, because I'm a dummy. But even I can use Canva to make things look cool, right? Yeah. Well, you don't have to insult me and say yeah so quickly. Yeah, you can do it. Yes. It's awesome. So it's easy design, impactful Canva presentations, docs, whiteboards, videos. Start with a designer-made template, which makes it so easy, especially for me. Customize with your content. You can add images and graphics and charts. Start designing today at Canva.com. Design for work. We've all been there. You have a question about your credit card. You call the number for help, and you can't get a hold of anyone. With 24-7... U.S.-based, live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person. Anytime, day or night. Yeah, you heard that right. A real person. Get the customer service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Welcome to Friday's show. Big one, Kathy Lee Gifford will be here. Music from Cameron Marlowe, the dance parties. But let me say this. Morning, studio. Morning. Glad everybody's here. Let's hear a voicemail from Ron in Oregon. Big supporter of the Bobby Bone Show. Flipped on one day and haven't stopped listening to it since about three years ago. Thanks, Ron. That's cool. Hasn't stopped since, like since the minute he listened. Wow. He, won't, he won't turn it off. His wife calls me and goes, it's dinner time. He won't stop listening. <laughs> Uh, Ron, we appreciate that. Seriously, thank you for leaving us a voicemail. Matt in New Mexico. So this is a morning corny for uh, Amy. What do you call a caveman's fart? A blast from the past. Thank you. <laughs> it also sounded like Matt was using the bathroom. Like, play that clip again, just oh. the front part. Yeah, listen. So this is a morning corny for oh, uh, wow. Amy. Yes. What do you call That's good. He's yeah. like... Uh, Maybe he was standing up or something. Yeah, maybe. I didn't hear that the yeah. first time. We'll, huh. we'll do that. Uh, we're going to have a good show today. I'd like to start this, though, with a segment via Eddie Request. Mm. Eddie wants 30 seconds of being an old man. I don't know what this is, but, Ray, do we have the timer ready? Yep. You have 30 seconds to do whatever you want here. Eddie is now an old man and go. Guys, I was getting lunch the other day, and I was hungry, and I was like, let me get something fast. It was a fast food place. I'm not going to mention the name. I order a burger, fries, and a Coke. You know how much that was? Oh, God. $20. Just being an old man. Right they now. charged me $20, and I was like, this is crazy. I remember when you can get a combo, <laughs> a burger, a fries, and a Coke for $5, under $5 sometimes. I did. I was, I could not believe it. 
Fast food? Fast food. I'm like, this is absurd. It's just highway robbery is what it is. Time's up, but yeah, that's an old man thing to say. I remember when. But dude, $20 but though? Th- I think that's different, right? You have inflation. You have just general prices go up on things. But yes. I, I did feel old when I said, man, I remember, because mm-hmm. I do remember when burger, a whole combo, fries, drinks, everything was less than $5. I like the song about that. I remember when <laughs> I can get a burger for 99 Yeah. Yeah, that's Eddie. That's you being an old man. It well, still stinks. It's still expensive. God, I couldn't believe it. But thank you for that. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for letting me vent. You're welcome, buddy. Go take a breather. <laughs> <laughs> There's this phone from Samsung that you basically fold it in you, one side of the screen. You can do a lot of stuff. The other side of the screen, you can do stuff. But it's called the Samsung Galaxy Z Fold 4. So, again, a foldable screen, which is wild. So you can do two things at once. So if you have a lot going on, you can use up to three apps at the same time and put stuff on, on both sides. It's just crazy that you can fold a phone. I mean, you can fold a pancake. You fold, can. Fold a piece of paper. Paper. A taco. You never think you can fold a phone. Never. Yeah, it's awesome. What is happening? Samsung has launched the Z Flip 4 as well. And so this one is like your own personal photographer. It takes hands-free pictures. You just light it up. You just said, boop, sets up there and takes pictures. Yeah, then charging near as much photographer. Oh, I had to look up some headshots yesterday, some new ones, because all, all mine are like when I was 17, for the most part. <laughs> and I don't want to be that guy that uses young headshots right. forever. They're very expensive to have somebody good do them. I had no idea, and I got the. So I'm just going to get the Z Flip 4. Oh, the, and just fold it up and fold it up, let, let it, it take rip. a picture. Yeah. Hands free pictures and videos. You can put it in flex mode and set it down to capture incredible pics from every angle. Literally. They're super cool, even just to go look at. The Galaxy Z Fold 4 and the Galaxy Z Flip 4 available starting today. Shop now at Samsung.com. Let's open up the mailbag. You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. Hello, Bobby Bones. My coworker was drug tested the other day, quote, for good reasoning, and he got caught with fake pee. Mm. Well, the problem is that I was the only one around my boss. And my supervisor, when they were talking about testing him, knowing the right thing to do, I did not say anything about the drug test to him. However, Monday, when he was taken to go take the test, he got caught with a bottle of synthetic pee. Long story short, my boss and supervisor thinks I tipped my coworker off about the test since I was the only one around when they were talking about it. Later in the conversation with my coworker, he brings up that the secretary, who has been with the company for a very long time and set the appointment, put a little bug in his ear. That's how he knew. So the question is, what do I do about my boss thinking it was me? I don't want to be the snitch on the secretary, but I do not want to be a problem to the boss, and I do not want him to think of me lesser. I value my job. I also did nothing wrong. Please help. Thanks. Signed, Chase, who didn't cheat. Wow. I didn't know synthetic pee was a thing. Oh, with athletes, they're synthetic. They're synthetic pee. I thought you just borrowed it from people that had clean pee. Yeah, that's what I thought, too. Well, you can do that, too. There's fake... There's fake ding-dongs. Hmm? No, I knew that. Yeah, the, all this. Because sometimes they want to watch. They watch you pee. Oh, right, right, right. So it's fake. Yeah, it's a whole thing. Because that's you're talking about a, if somebody fails a test, if you're an athlete, millions and millions of dollars. So why would you not create that? So they put a fake body part and then out of it watching. comes the yes, yeah. Yeah. watching. It's, I mean. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I did not know this. Um, okay, let's talk about this for a second. You didn't do anything wrong. And if that coworker ain't like your best friend, you know what I do? Burner account. Oh, no. here no, no, it comes. No, no, no. I would go 
it's tough because you don't want your boss thinking less of you if they really think that. I would go to the boss and say, hey, I know that you guys think I told him. I didn't tell him. Like, I literally didn't. I have n- And don't be, like, all weird with your eyes or anything. Like, you have to commit to just making eye contact. Even if it's awkward for you and you're not a good eye contact connection person, you got to make sure he doesn't think that you're being squirrely and lying to him. But it's the truth. She shouldn't have. I agree, but okay. they already think that you're the liar. Yeah. So you got to go in and be like, I did not do it. I don't want you guys to think I did it. I have nothing to do with it. I value my job here. I would never do that. And then you don't have to tell them the secretary, but I would say there are a couple of other people here who knew as well. <gasps> you would say oh. that? You, you, would don't, say you that? don't have to put anybody in. Woo! You don't got to throw anybody under the bus. What did they ask though? Like who? I I'm don't not, know. I'm not going to say because I don't, I don't say, know. but sometimes I randomly rhyme. Pecretary. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. I think you do at minimal because it's bothering you. You should approach your boss and say, I know this happened. I had nothing to do with it. And you can even say, I was not the only one who knew of this, but I had nothing to do with it. Mm. That's all. But you do need to say something if it's bothering you. Yeah. If it's not bothering you, who cares? Live life. It's a job. If you hate the job, you'll get another one. If you love the job, you need to take care of it. It's like anything else you love. So I would say I would definitely say something. Even in an email. Even if you don't want to do the I lie, you go up and you hey guys, I know this is an issue because I've it's people have been talking about it. I literally said nothing. I knew about it for sure. And I thought, should I say something? And I still said nothing because I value my job here that much. That would mean a lot to me. It's awesome. If one of you guys did that. If Lunchbox failed a drug test? It's possible. Yeah. If he failed a drug test? <laughs> yeah. If he's the one that failed. Yeah. And then um, but I gave him this and uh, And you think I tipped him off? Yeah. Or passed or whatever the case is. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, that's the situation. I'd say something. I didn't fail one, guys, by the way. No, he didn't. I mean, it's okay. pretty immature of the boss to, like, think that he tipped him off. It's well, just, if it's the only person that knew, I'd probably think it, too. You would? I don't know that I'd say mature. He's just, like, by process of elimination, he's like, yeah, he's, hmm. He's like, okay, right. they passed synthetic pee. How would he know it was coming, actually? No, so I then get you start the to go through and go, hmm, yes. Oh. I, I'd make sure to tell him, though. Make sure to tell him. Uh, Amy, anything? I mean, can I make a side note about the email mm-hmm. that has nothing to do with the pee? Because I agree with everything you said. His secretary is outdated. Um, okay. Administrative assistant. Yes. Boom. You got it. I just read the words. Oh, I know. I have nothing to do with you. I'm getting canceled. It's to the emailer. His hey, secretary, is that outdated? It really is. Like, it's not the politically correct oh, term anymore. Why, why is that? I, it's, I, we've outgrown it. Sort of like with flight attendants, they used to be stewardesses, and now they way prefer flight attendant. And secretaries way prefer administrative assistant or executive assistant, depending on the role. But on the stewardess thing, I just speak for the isn't that, people. Because it's... Flight attendants aren't all women anymore, and that was a fe- actual a literal female term. I mean, don't the- you run for secretary of state? I, oh, no, no, no. You run for administrative assistant <laughs> state. I don't know that this is yeah. the same job. I listen, I don't know. My mom, she was an admit- administrative assistant, but technically some people called her a secretary, and I know that she preferred, and that was back in 2014. I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just trying to figure out exact, exactly why. And I don't know that I use the word secretary. You just don't. In, just in general. The emailer did. I mean, I don't even think I say that. I mean, even if yeah, I think it. Doesn't sound right. Yeah, I'd be like, important person sitting there. <laughs> yes. Like, we had one up in the front. <laughs> I do not would, know your job. So. We would just say the lady up front. She was a receptionist. Oh, that's not Oh, no. Oh, stop. My Too many things. Oh, my gosh. What's <laughs> the difference? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Sorry. Just throwing it out there. Not trying to. God dang, man. I don't know what's going on here. Anyway, do your deal. If you love your job, take care of your job like you love it, like you would take care of somebody that you love as well. Yeah. That's the mailbag. Close it up. We got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. Bones.
It's time for Fun Fact Friday. We love to start with a listener fun fact. Fun fact, woodpeckers' tongues wrap all the way around their head when they're pecking to keep their brains safe. And <laughs> roosters, when they crow, they have built-in earmuffs so that they don't damage their ears. Both of those are pretty cool. awesome. I especially love wrapping the tongue around the head. That's pretty cool. That keeps their brains safe. Thank you for that, Jolene. <laughs> I did not know that. Mm-hmm. And let's get going. Fun Fact Friday. Yay! The most fun facts of the week. Everybody was in charge of finding one. Let's go around the room. Up first, Morgan, give me your fun fact. So in 2014, there was a Tinder match in Antarctica. Two research scientists matched on the global dating app in the most remote part of the world. It was a man working at an Antarctic McMordo station and a woman camping like 45 minutes away. Are there enough people there to be on Tinder? Well, that's why this is such a big deal. I know there's only two people on the whole planet. Or is it set up? Because if there's only two people, they get on Tinder. Mm. But are there 100 people on the continent of Antarctica at a time? Probably but I don't know. That is pretty crazy. If, if you're j- honestly just getting on to see if anybody's around you. And you're like, oh, wow. <laughs> you're, you're like, like someone's uh, here. You're like, it ain't matters they look like. You're just like, yes. <laughs> and they've done the same thing. All right, Eddie, what you got? Yeah, guys, our nose can detect and recognize over three trillion different smells. That's a lot of smells. And they found that in research. Like, there are so many things that your nose three can trillion? act. Three trillion different scents. I, I can't list 80. <laughs> well, I know, but your your nose can detect it. Wow. They can smell 300 trillion different mm-hmm. things. I mean, just name things and, yeah, keep adding it to the list. Campfire. Spip, ding. Okay, we're not doing this. We're not uh, going to start listing gasoline, things. Gasoline. Propane. Cookies. Ding. Pizza. Cookies. Okay. <laughs> guys, I'm not doing this. Smoke. Biscuits. Uh, guys, I'm not doing this. Bacon. Okay? Love it. Uh, let's go over to Lunchbox. Lunchbox. This is for all the women out there. You will spend nearly 10 years of your life on your period. That's right. From the time of your first time. <laughs> I mean. Well, listen. At least it's not a first. Uh, yeah. 10 far. years? Yes. From the first time of your first cycle to menopause, the average American woman will have around 450 periods in her lifetime. Added up, that equates to about 3,500 days, which is around 10 years. Okay. That's rough. <sighs> Now I'm sad. It was a very long time, and yes, now I'm depressed. And it makes me think, I was considering a fun fact that was along the lines of something to do with this, and I thought, eh, I don't really think Bobby probably wants us talking about periods. You know, when Lunchbox says it, it just hits different. So do you want my fun fact? <laughs> no, because I don't want to go two. I don't want to go yeah, two yeah. out of five. I don't think 40% of it should be about that. But I think... But I found that very interesting. I read that, and I was you like... found it very interesting. Yeah, I was like, shout out to the ladies out there. A little bit, I was just like, at least it wasn't a fart. Yeah, we'll take it. Because that's been every other week, basically. All right, Amy, your fun fact. Okay, so when he was in high school, Bill Gates hacked his school's program code so that he would be placed in classes with mostly female students. I that. Whenever we did a Scantron and they did a, okay, do all these things about you, A, B, or C, D, and we did it in like sixth grade, seventh grade, sixth grade, and they ran it through and they told you who you're most compatible with in class, but I realized, okay, I want to be compatible with somebody. I did every letter and I was compatible with every girl. Every girl got a list and I was on it. Genius. Yeah, that's No smart. one ever thought you're of doing that. basically Bill Gates. Not basically, but (laughs) I did feel like it was a pretty good move. All right, finally, my fun fact. There is no chemical that you can put in a pool 
that makes the water change color of someone pees. Not it one. It is just a myth. Not that one. Oh. Heard, it's just people scaring you. There is nothing that they go, put this in the pool, and we'll see if people are peeing. Yeah, but what if the day comes and they do make the chemical? And but they haven't as of today. I just checked. Before I came on the air, the integrity of this show matters. <laughs> so I checked as of this second. There is no chemical. Do you still pee in the pool? No. I don't get in the pool. What? Oh. You don't? I don't like pools. Who cares? Oh. Okay, but it, but but I do not as an adult. No, pools are stupid. And um, no. Okay, I would not pee in the a pool. lake. Yeah. Yes, I just I, I'm not a big guy that just wants to sit in water. Hmm. Interesting. Oh. Really? I don't like the beach. The beach. I, is I guess if everybody's hanging out doing stuff at the pool, like an activity, like jump yeah. cannibals. Great. I have. I don't know that I've been in a pool. You have a pool. <laughs> you think, have you ever you, seen me in it? Think about it. No. Have now you that ever I'm, seen me in it? No. Me you too. have used my pool. Ten times more than I. Have. What are you doing? You need to get in your pool today. I'm not a big. Yeah, pool. you don't skinny dip. Uh, no. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I mean, I'm not a big pool guy. Fun fact Friday. Bobby Bone Show. The latest from Nashville and Hollywood. Morgan number two's thirty second skinny. Hardy and Lainey Wilson released a collaboration called Wait in the Truck. But I knew right then I'd never get hit again when you said to me. Kenny Chesney and Old Dominion released a collaboration called Beer with My Friends. Right now I really need a beer with my friends. Pop a top or two and talk about a way back when. With some folks that see me through thick and thin. Start seeing life through a rose color Moore shared a new song called If I Was Your Lover. If I was your lover in this life for another, yeah, we'd be all that we need. I would call you baby, who knows maybe we go from nothing to something, you know I would love you. Ingrid Andrews has a new album out today. It's called Good Person. I'm Morgan. That's your skinny. It's time for the good news. With Amy. Tell me something good. This is a really cool DNA test story. You know, where you find someone you're related to. This guy, Raymond, was working at a hospital, Cook Children's Hospital, running an audio recording studio. He went to work there in about 2015. Well, then, recently, he got curious about if he had other family members out there and was talking to his wife about it. So she ordered him a DNA test, took the test, realized he had a half-sister out there. Her name was Christina Sadeberry. So they started doing research, trying to track her down, find her online. Well, then his wife started communicating with this girl, Christina, and she said, hey, my husband is related to you. He works at this hospital, da 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 Christina has been taking her son to Cook Children's Hospital for years to get his medical treatments. And she's like, wait a second. I think I saw Raymond the other day. Was he wearing a red shirt? And his wife's like, yes. She's been passing him in the halls for wow. years. Like, everybody knows the audio recording studio guy because that's a special thing in the hospital. <laughs> and it's just wild that they have been passing each other all this time. No idea that they were related. Obviously, they've met now. And they just had this instant connection once they were able to talk for the first time. Most times we do these stories on this show where it's like, ah, DNA test is like somebody found out something they didn't want to find out. Yeah. That happens a lot. <laughs> it's good to have one where somebody finds out something they wanted to find out. Yes and that they were roaming the same halls together. I've seen stories where schools will say, hey, we're going to do like a little history situation, a little genetic 
and then the kids find out that's those aren't their parents. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's those are tough. That's, tell that's me the opposite. Yeah, that ain't good. Yeah. I don't like those. I like these. That's my point. I like these. Yeah, we like these. That's a good these. one. That's a good one. All right, awesome story. That is what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. <laughs> Willie Nelson, Waylon Jennings, Chris Christopherson. How did the biggest names in outlaw country start a musical revolution? Through one woman's vision from one tiny living room. Don't miss Mandy Moore as Sue Brewer in the new scripted Audible original, The Boar's Nest, Sue Brewer and the Birth of Outlaw Country Music. Discover the true untold story of the extraordinary woman behind the outlaw country music movement and its biggest stars. Brewer shaped the sound and soul of country music as we know it today, despite never picking up an instrument herself. Lovingly dubbed as the Boar's Nest, Sue's place was an intimate staging ground where a new breed of singer-songwriters, wounded souls, wayward upstarts, that's where they would spur each other and tap into something bigger and something realer. Starring Mandy Moore and featuring Eben Moss Backrack as Shel Silverstein and T.J. Osborne as Johnny Cash alongside a full ensemble cast. Audible invites you to enter the boar's nest and experience the rise of a musical revolution. One woman, one time, one place. The boar's nest. Sue Brewer and the birth of outlaw country music. Listen now at audible.com slash the boar's nest. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. This is the year to stop overpaying for your family plan. So choose a straight talk wireless family plan. Unlimited data, talk, and text on a reliable 5G network. And you can get a new line starting at $25 per line per month for four lines, plus taxes and fees and no contracts. That's good decision making. Available at Walmart and on straighttalk.com. Family plan discount with four lines, all on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. In times of traffic, your data may be temporarily slower than other traffic. Video streams at up to 480p. We've all been there. You have a question about your credit card. You call the number for help and you can't get a hold of anyone. With 24-7, U.S.-based, live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person. Anytime, day or night. Yeah, you heard that right. A real person. Get the customer service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Let's play easy trivia. The category is Bobby Bones. Amy, what are the names of my two dogs? Stanley and Eller. That's correct. Lunchbox, what's my favorite color? Red. Correct. Eddie, what's my favorite number? What? Oh, 69. Nice. Oh. (laughs) I giggled. I helped you. So (laughs) dumb. Okay. Morgan, what's the name of... My favorite sonic drink that I invented, but actually I didn't. My wife did. Mm, the Bobby Water, a.k.a. Caitlin Water. That's correct. Good. Okay, so that's the easy round. Everybody's in. It's super easy. This game is, you should play against the show because you'll beat them almost every time. You don't want to hear this sound because that means you missed the question. You've been boned. You don't want to get boned, right? Eddie, if you win this, you are the grand champion oh gosh, in another focus. season. But Lunchbox is on a tear. He's got two wins. Yeah. That's right. Let's play easy trivia. Don't miss it. Amy. The category is lead singers. Who's the lead singer of the band U2? Bono. Correct. (laughs) Close. Lunchbox. Who's the lead singer of the band Maroon 5? 
Adam Levine. Correct. Woo! Eddie, Axl Rose is the lead singer of what band? Guns N' Roses. Correct. Morgan, Freddie Mercury is the lead singer of what band? I was really scared, but Queen. That's correct. We're going to round three. Nice job. Everybody's still in the game. We're still in the game here. Easy trivia. Category is shapes. Hmm. What shape has three sides, Amy? A triangle. Good. Lunchbox, how many sides does a square have? Oh, what, what are we doing? No, no. <laughs> I, I, what are we no, doing? No, it's here? four. Okay. It's four. I'm just making sure that you're not doing a trick question. I was like, that Eddie, seems obvious. How many sides does a Pentagon have? Two, three, four, five. Correct. You drew nothing. Morgan, so- in the category of shapes, <laughs> what kind of shape is a stop sign? A hexagon. I. Sorry, Morgan. Yeah, it's a hexagon. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> You've been boned. You've been boned. <laughs> what is it? Guys, octagon. Eight. Oh, stupid. Down <laughs> goes Morgan. I was pretty confident about that. <laughs> I know. He said it immediately. <laughs> okay. Three people remaining. The category is 90s country albums. Oh, Love my it. goodness. Albums? Like, we've got to stop with the music. Oh. Why? Wait, what, what's happening here in the morning? We play music. This is part of what... I know, but there's one person that knows music. Eddie. Ugh. Amy. What? Hard Working Man is an album by what country duo? I'm a hard working man. That is Brooks and Dunn. That's correct. Lunchbox. Yes. Fly is a country album from what country trio? Fly. 90s country oh, albums. Gosh, there's only one trio I know. Who's that trio? It's, uh, we're not committed to it right now. It's the Dixie Chicks. That's the only people I know that are free. Fly is a country album from what country trio? Answer? I'll go with the Chicks. Correct. <sighs> Good job. Eddie, The Woman in Me is an album from what country artist? She feels like a woman. Shania. Wow, good job. That's the hardest one on that one. Oh, man. The category is... Do you feel like the category has been bad for you, Lunchbox? Yeah, a little bit. Because the music? Yeah. What are your weaknesses? You just nailed it. Oh, music is my weakness. Um, Planets are my weakness. Keep going. Keep going. Numbers. Science is my weakness. Numbers. Um, (laughs) Math. Yeah. So, I mean, there's a lot. Yeah, yeah. History. Maybe you'll thrive in this next one. The category is the Bible. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Like, uh, like this I, one can be hard. No, this is, this uh, is impossible. This is tough. It's a big book. Yeah, it's a thick book. Like, no one's oh. read this thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's not true. Okay, here we go. Amy, what's the first book in the Bible? Genesis. Correct. Go ahead. Go ahead. What? You can get this. No, there's no chance. Launchbox. How many commandments are there? Oh yeah. All right. Now, don't get the Bill of Rights confused with. <laughs> How many commandments are there? <laughs> the ten score. commandments. Correct. Good. Yep. Let's go. Okay. Yeah. Bible, what's up? Bring it on, baby. The what? Amen. Now he's out of the category. And he's Bring it on Eddie, to the Bible? how many of each animal came into Noah's Ark? Two. Correct. What? How do you know that? Because Wait, they mated. Like they mated, you dumbo. That's like the most elementary. Okay, I'm not. I can't. I can't go. I can't go. The I would have ca- never got that. The category is animals, and now we speed the pace up a little bit. Oh, <laughs> Amy. What sea creature has eight legs? An octopus. Correct. 
You said that weird, but I'll accept it. <laughs> Lunchbox, what's what's a group of fish swimming together called? A group of fish is a school. Correct. Go. Amy, relax. Eddie, whales and dolphins breathe through what that is located right on the top of their heads? That's called a blowhole. That's correct. Again. Could we have just said hole? No. Oh. We? You got a mouse in your pocket? I just need to know for future. <laughs> the next category is the arts. Yes. We speed it up the a little arts. bit. The arts. I love the arts. Amy, which Dutch painter cut off a part of his ear? Uh, Van Gogh. Correct. Wow. Lunchbox, who painted the Mona Lisa? Da Vinci! Correct! Yes! <laughs> oh! That came to me last second. I was with the other guy. Who? I don't know. Okay, there's... Okay. <laughs> the no, other no, guy. The other guy, okay. Eddie, who painted the 16th chapel ceiling? Michelangelo. Correct. That's the other yes! guy I was going to go, yes! but I didn't want to wow. say the name. You want to know the Ninja Turtle? I like that. Yeah. I like that. Donatello. American history! No! Yes! yes! Amy, this political protest against British taxation in the American colonies happened at Griffin's Wharf in 1773. What is that called? Boston Tea Party? Correct. Lunchbox. Yep. What war took place 1861 to 1865? <laughs> <laughs> what American war took place 1861 to 1865? Where was it at? What American war took place 1861? Oh, Civil War then. Correct. All right. All right. In America. Well, Eddie, what state was the Declaration of Independence signed in? What? Sweating. Oh, boy. Was that in Massachusetts or Pennsylvania? Pennsylvania. Correct. Philadelphia. Wow. Woo! The category oh is internet. God. You got four seconds to answer what, what it. What is it called? Pennsylvania. What? No, no. The internet. Thank you. Yeah, internet. What's the category? Internet. <laughs> he just yelled it. Amy. Yeah. What name is given to a program designed to cause damage by attaching itself to other programs? What? What name is given to a program designed to cause- A virus. Correct. Lunchbox, what does the V in VR stand for? Virtual. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> Eddie, what does the S stand for in ISP? What is ISP? Internet social site. Incorrect. <gasps> Bone him. You've been booed. Yes! What is Let's it? Go! What is Let's it? Go! ISP is internet service provider. Woo! So it's service. <laughs> Eddie, it. Eddie is out. Let's go! <sighs> Amy, now you can throw it. Mm. The category is throw it. I don't know. I'm to just, you? Yeah. Radio! Yeah! Oh, no! Amy! What? In Hot Springs, Arkansas, I worked at what radio station? What were the call letters? K-L-A-Z! Correct! Woo! Wow. Crazy. I knew Let's that go. One. Lunchbox. Yeah. The F in FM, as in FM radio, what does the F stand for? Take a second. <laughs> Wait, no, he only gets- Yeah, I like it when he thinks so. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> This is for my entertainment at this oh, point. Yeah. I feel like he only has long. one word in his brain right now. Okay. There's only one word it can be. F? No, it ain't that word, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking I'm Don't F. say it. Don't okay. say it. Uh, the only one that comes to my frequency. Correct. Yes! Oh! That's the only word it could be! Let's go! Same category. Amy, what Italian inventor is called the father of radio? Mark Kelly? <laughs> or something? What's your answer? No, no! What's your answer? We have done this before! And it's like Mark Kelly! 
Incorrect. What is it? Marconi. Marconi. Lunchbox, yeah. if you get it, you win, and you're one victory away from time. Let's Eddie. go! Lunchbox. Marconi. AM radio. What's the A stand for? No way he gets this. Nah, no chance. <laughs> Zero chance. And you better only get four seconds. Uh, I don't know. I'm entertained by it. No! Uh, this is the A is apples to oranges. Altitude. Amplitude. Dang it! That's the word I was looking for! Sudden death, three questions. I'll ask the question. Buzz in with your name if you want to go. Here we go. What continent is largest by population? Lunchbox. Lunchbox. Asia. Correct. One down, one to go, lunchbox. Next question. An acute angle. Lunchbox, lunchbox. 90 degrees. What? 90 degrees. Incorrect. Amy, an acute angle is less. Hold on. An acute. I've just given you the answer. An acute angle is what? Less? What? Uh, an what? acute angle is what? What do an, you mean? An acute angle is how many degrees? 45? Less? 90? Le- I don't understand. Mike. No. no. Now I'm confused. No, no it's Incorrect. Not. It's less than 90 degrees. Yeah. You need this to tie. Lunchbox, all you, all you have to do is not Nail it. get it. Here we go. If you add the lengths of all the four sides of a rectangle, what measurement do you find? Amy! Lunchbox. Amy. The... Uh, Incorrect. Lunchbox area. Incorrect, but you win anyway. Yeah, it's perimeter. Yeah, it's the perimeter. Yeah, Lunchbox wins. Wow. Wow. He's got three wins this season. It's coming strong. <sighs> there he is. That's Lunchbox. And they stay there. And they, and they stay, stay there. there. I need a break. I need some water. I need to pee. I need to do all that. Lunchbox, warm me up. I need oxygen. Congratulations, buddy. We'll be back in one second. It's a voicemail from Robert in Tampa, Florida. Any question. What is the right time to tell your kid where ham comes from? Oh. I mean, that's interesting. Straight away. Like is he, always. He probably yeah. like, hey, yeah. Man, I tell I my can kids. make him cry, though. Okay. Like if but, they watch a pig thing. Yeah, they need to know. You don't need to lie to them. Small kids, Eddie. Oh, man, I tell them right away. Like Even young kids. You know what you're like eating right now? You're eating a cow. Like four-year-olds. Like fajitas. You're eating a cow's butt right now, and they love it. They're like, really? It tastes pretty good. Uh, I'm going to say never, Robert. What? Oh, gosh. Yeah. <laughs> you're crazy. I'm going to say never. I say nah. <laughs> It'd be great if they didn't know. Uh, all right, Robert. Appreciate that. The Show. Here's Amy's pile of stories. If you're looking for a date idea, you could try out U-Haul dating. It's where you go rent a U-Haul for $30 and you deck it out, pillows, comforter, make okay, it cozy. Get if food. you pull up to a girl <laughs> and you're like, I got a U-Haul, let's get in. It's got a bed and some pillows. She's going to want to think you're, you yeah, just want to hook up. That's yes. No, yes. Or kill dating. her. Right? No, or, I, you're dating. That's not good. That's a Amy. terrible <laughs> idea. This is not good. This is not a first date idea, but people have been taking them to drive-in theaters and you back the U-Haul up and then open it up and you've got this whole little faux living room setup situation no, happening. I get it. It used to be a van back in the day. <laughs> a white van. Yeah, well, not even like creepy white van, but I'm saying like people would have vans and be like, all right, like, we're going on a date in the van. Like, what are you doing in the van? Like, we got pillows back. Same people thing. People did that? Yeah, like in the TV shows in the 80s. <laughs> If you oh. go to the drive-in in the van, you know, you never okay. saw that? No. Yeah, I definitely, w- you're older than me. <laughs> never saw it. All right. Well, it's a thing if anybody wants to try it. A Missouri school district has reinstated spanking as punishment, and they claim that some people have actually thanked them. Now, obviously, parents can opt in or out. They have to have written permission, but I just kind of. Saying some people thank us, that's like saying I got a couple comments that they liked what I was doing and you're doing something terrible. Like anybody, 
You can get two people saying, I really like it, but 100 going, that's a terrible idea. And they're like, no, 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 a couple people think this. Listen, I think at this point, and I was spanked. I wasn't spanked. I was whooped. The difference. How you say it in the level. Oh, there's a difference. And I was whooped with everything. Switches, fly swatters, shoes, hands. If they could find it, it was used. I just don't think generally hitting is a safe way to do to communicate anything in a fight. Now there are times you have to protect yourself. And you know what? If your four year old is, is trying to beat you up and you spank him as for protection, <laughs> I get it. It happens. I just don't generally think that spanking that hitting is a good form of communication. Right. And especially I also don't have kids, so Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I don't either. But even if you are a parent that spanks, just like handing that over to people you don't really know as well and, and I don't know. I just I got paddled. Don't think it's the best. At idea. school? By the coach. Football coach. Oh. I, I was never oh, bad really? at school, but once we were, it was, everybody was going just ape crap on the practice field, like hitting each other from behind. It's just messing around. <laughs> and he was like, all right, who started it? And I didn't start it, but I got whacked. So I guess I was in it. So I got wow. whack, whack, whack. It was terrible. Hey. Yeah. I think about it every night. Every night. Yeah, I'm sad about <laughs> it still. In therapy. All right, what else? In an interview with Men's Health, Zach Brown said he got into fitness because of Bruce Springsteen. He said he asked Bruce for advice, and he said, look, you just need to sweat for an hour a day. I don't care what you do. doesn't matter. Just sweat for that hour. And he says he hopes to be a ripped old dude someday. So he's putting in the work now. His dream workout partner, The Rock. Wait, what's the story here that he... Because Bruce Springsteen didn't give any information we didn't already know. Right. Just I guess he like needed he gave to... It was just like, I know Bruce Springsteen. Is that why the story's out? Yeah. <laughs> like, one time I talked to Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> it was cool. Yeah, like, you know he's heard that somewhere before, but when Bruce said it, it stuck. That's a fun way to drop a name. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, the other day I was talking to George Strait, and he gave me some great advice. So, what's that? He said, how's it going? That's I, you know what? I thought it's going pretty good. Wow, what a cool wow. story, yeah, man. Yeah, thank Thanks you. Thanks for sharing Thank that. you. But I, just, I want everybody to know I just met him. Yeah. All right, Amy, is that it? Yep, I'm Amy. That's my pile. That was Amy's pile of stories. Oh. It's time for the good news. With Lunchbox. Tell me something good. Twin sisters Lindsay and Nicole are on a flight from Boston to Florida to go see their parents. And one's a firefighter, one's a nurse. When on the PA, they go... Oh, do we have any medical personnel? We have a medical emergency in the back of the plane. Please come back. And so twin sisters jump up, and they go back there, and a lady's laying down. She's bluish gray in the face, faint pulse, barely breathing. So they do an assessment. They're like, ah, diabetic, doesn't have enough sugar. They set her up, clear her airways, and say, give me some sugar. We need sugar. Get sugar packets and feed them to her. (sighs) Boom. Bring her back until they land in Florida. Yeah, that's it. Twin sisters. <laughs> what up? And there was I would a- wake up and go, am I seeing double? Like you've been out. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like, oh. And I do feel bad because I say, and there was another firefighter that helped. Doesn't get named in the story. Oh. He probably doesn't want to get named no, no, in the no, no, story. No. They, they he get, probably is not they, upset. You, you want to know why this? they make the story? Twins. They're, they're twins, of course. Yeah, exactly. It's a different type thing. Twin blondies, probably. Okay, now what? why are you going blondies? Yeah, what? You're, that's what you're picturing. Have you seen their picture? Or are you just, yeah. Is this turning into Lunchbox After Dark? Two uh, hot twins. <laughs> yeah. I, I was thinking twins. They were in bikinis because they were about them. to get off. And <laughs> I was thinking probably twin Barbie doll looking girls. Oh, so they, that's why they're in the news. And Anybody the other... getting saved on an airplane is awesome. Incredible. Yeah, because you don't want to be on an airplane and be sick or them have to turn it back around or... Yeah, but they kept going. They landed in Florida and then she, the person went to the hospital. She's okay. But who knew that just little sugar packets could... I think in that case, not sure. all cases. 
Yeah, I mean, I don't think that's a cure all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I like it when you yell, "Give me some sugar!" <laughs> I was ready for, "Give me some sugar!" I am your neighbor. <laughs> all right, lunchbox, nice job. That's what it's all about. That was tell me something good. <laughs> Willie Nelson, Waylon Jennings, Chris Christopherson. How did the biggest names in outlaw country start a musical revolution? Through one woman's vision from one tiny living room. Don't miss Mandy Moore as Sue Brewer in the new scripted Audible original, The Boar's Nest, Sue Brewer and the Birth of Outlaw Country Music. Discover the true untold story of the extraordinary woman behind the outlaw country music movement and its biggest stars. Brewer shaped the sound and soul of country music as we know it today, despite never picking up an instrument herself. Lovingly dubbed as The Boar's Nest, Sue's place was an intimate staging ground where a new breed of singer-songwriters, wounded souls, wayward upstarts, that's where they would spur each other and tap into something bigger and something realer. Starring Mandy Moore and featuring Eben Moss Backrack as Shel Silverstein and T.J. Osborne as Johnny Cash alongside a full ensemble cast. Audible invites you to enter the boar's nest and experience the rise of a musical revolution. One woman, one time, one place. The boar's nest. Sue Brewer and the birth of outlaw country music. Listen now at audible.com slash the boar's nest. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. This is the year to stop overpaying for your family plan. So choose a straight talk wireless family plan. Unlimited data, talk, and text on a reliable 5G network. And you can get a new line starting at $25 per line per month for four lines, plus taxes and fees and no contracts. That's good decision making. Available at Walmart and on straighttalk.com. Family plan discount with four lines, all on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. In times of traffic, your data may be temporarily slower than other traffic. Video streams at up to 480p. We've all been there. You have a question about your credit card. You call the number for help and you can't get a hold of anyone. With 24-7, U.S.-based, live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person. Anytime, day or night. Yeah, you heard that right. A real person. Get the customer service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Let's go over and talk to Cassidy in Tallahassee. Tallahassee Cassidy, how's it going? Hi, good. How are you? We're doing we're doing pretty good. So, what can we do for you? So, my dad was really really sick during COVID. Like borderline thought he was going to die. It was awful. Not going anywhere. Not doing anything. Um, it was just, you know you always want to call and check on him. And so, one way of me communicating with him was Amy's morning corny because. You know, we weren't going anywhere to make fun conversation and whatnot. So I would send him the morning corny every day just to, like, brighten his spirits and all that kind of stuff. And um, But now, you know, two years later, he's finally well again. Well, but, this is what um, I hear, Cassidy. And I'm glad you called. What I hear is that we saved you life, saved his life. <laughs> yeah. The corny did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, no. Oh, you, The corny oh, would have never happened without us. Oh, good doing point, it good day. point. So we basically saved his life. <laughs> So it is what it is. <laughs> no, that's awesome, Cassidy. I appreciate you calling. And really, I love that he is better and you have your dad, you know? Thank you for your call. And now, let's see if we can save another life. All right, let's go. It's time go. for the morning corny. Let's go. 
The morning corny. How does the moon cut his hair? How does the moon cut his hair? Eclipse it. Mm, eclipse it. <laughs> that was the morning corny. There you go. It's pretty good. Kathy Lee Gifford, she is a legend. I'm very excited about this. Kathy Lee is best known for a 15-year run as co-host on Live with Regis and Kathy Lee. And more recently, her 11-year run as co-host of The Today Show with Hoda. She was born in France because her mom was a singer and her dad was a musician. She sang a Name That Tune way, way back in the day. She's won Emmys. She's good friends with Caitlyn and Kris Jenner. She got a new book out called The God of the Way. And a new film, The Way, coming out soon. Kathy Lee Gifford, the legend, right now. Go. On the Bobby Bones Show now. Kathy Lee Gifford. How you been? Who's asking? Me, specifically. <laughs> I've been fantastic. Thank you. I, you look great. Oh, I've had a lot of work done. Thank no, you. no. Like, you like you come in, you're happy, you're always happy. I am a happy woman. I'm happy. I'm very happy living here now. All right, so you're yeah. in Nashville now? No, I'm, I'm, not, I'm, I'm in the outskirts with the older people. But that's Nashville. Yeah, like, yeah. If you're, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're 40 minutes or I'm so. I'm not in Crane City. Correct. No, which I, I wanted to be. I tried to buy my friend's place in the Gulch, and she wouldn't sell. Smart, but I, I'm, I'm real happy here. Well, we went up to do, I did the Today Show a couple of weeks ago, and, and we walked out of the building, walked about a block and a half down, and a homeless man spit on my wife. Thank you. Well, and have a nice day. And he said, tell Kathleen, I said hi. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's how it ended. So when, when you look back at your career, because it's like you were having, having your prime multiple times, which is rare for anybody because you killed oh. it in all these different seasons of your professional life. Like professionally, like when do you look at it and go, that, those few years were the, good, were the good old days? My good old days are right now. And that's what's so um, unbelievable about the life that I have now. People have always said to me, since I left the show with Regis in 2000, left the show with Hoda three years ago, they go, how could you leave your, your, your dream job twice at the height of success? And I said, well, you're just assuming that those were my dream jobs. When I was growing up, uh, there were no talk show hosts, especially no female ones. You know, it, it wasn't even in the realm of possibility. I wanted to be in Net Funicello or Haley Mills. I wanted to be in Disney movies. And I wanted to write music and I wanted to be on Broadway and I wanted to write books. And now I get to do all those things, Bobby, with, but be my own boss. Well, I think a, a, a turning point for me was three and a half years ago I was in Israel and I was shooting the amazing Nicole C. Mullen. I was uh, directing for the first time. I've been in front of the camera for 55 years. And I've watched and I've learned and I've, I've grown in, in so many different ways. But I, we were on the, cut, the top of a beautiful mountain called Mount Arbel in Galilee, all right on the Sea of Galilee. And she was up there and she was singing her brains out a song she and I had written called The God Who Sees. And she's this magnificent woman just just I couldn't wait to to shoot her on you know in cinematography and just she's just that that gorgeous and she just just exudes God's love so much and she was up there singing her brains out and I felt like the Lord said so specifically and clearly to me Kathy everything I've ever taken you through in your life from your mother's womb to this moment was for right now every gift I've given you but you had to hone you had to learn. You had to, you know, uh, refine. Everybody wants everything instantly in our world today. But I'm telling you, when you've worked for something as long as I have, and then you have a moment like that, and it changed my life. 
And I knew, I said, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to spend the rest of my life bringing these unbelievable epic stories in the Bible to life through original songs and through with with symphonic, uh, magnificent, you know, they're called oratorios. Just like Tchaikovsky's um, Peter and the Wolf was an oratorio. It's basically an old ancient concept of storytelling, but in a symphonic bed of music that just moves you. And then a narrator takes you through the story. And then somebody said, and I've always loved that. And so that's what this new movie, The Way, is about. It's four oratorios. Uh, the first one I wrote with Brett James and, and my friend, our friend Sal Oliveri. Second one was with a great, great writer. Remember the song, uh, the Barry Manilow had the hit, um, Doctor, my woman. Remember, trying to get the feeling again. Wrote the second one, The God of His Word, with him. Third one was with Nicole, God Who Sees. And the fourth one was with these amazing musicians named Louis York. If you haven't had them on yet, Bobby, these guys are responsible for more hits with like, you go back to Michael Jackson, Bruno Mars, Whitney, uh, Madonna, uh, Party in the USA. That, those guys left that world independently, found each other as, as writing and producing partners. One's from St. Louis, one's from New York. So they call themselves Louis York. They are about the most genius guys in the music industry. And so I, we wrote the fourth oratorio code, The God of the Other Side. So it's all kinds of music, but some set in ancient times, some set... I have, I have for the, a retelling, an, an, a modern-day retelling of the prodigal son story. But I shot it in Franklin at a friend's farm. And I shot uh, it with B.B. Winans plays the father. You know, Jimmy Allen is the son. And Claude Kelly from Lewis, York is the brother. And, we, and, and I just thought, I am in, I am in hog heaven now. And uh, so, I mean, when you're the, when you're the boss... You get to see your vision through to the end, you know. Then if it's a success, you know, you, you, you thank God. You don't take a bow. You just thank him. If it's a disaster, it's just because something. Yep, I, I have more to learn. And you can go to thewaymusic.com because September 1st, it's out, right? September 1st, the movie comes out. That's what I'm saying. That's yeah. the, We're talking about the movie the first. Movie, we'll get to the book yeah. in a second. Uh, you can go to fathomevents.com. You know those fathom mm-hmm. things that a movie comes out for one day. It's usually to qualify for some sort of awards thing or something like that. And that's not what we're looking for. We're, we're, if somebody wants to give me an Oscar, it's fine. You'll take but, it. You'll accept it. You're saying it <laughs> you know, now. You'll I'll, accept yeah, an Oscar. You know what? Okay. At this point in my life, I'll say, you know what? I freaking deserve that <laughs> you know, after all these years. So the book, The God of the Way. <laughs> that's the companion to the film. Yeah, the, the movie was supposed to come out last Easter, and it was, I had to get $300,000 more to, to finish it. So it, uh, it, they weren't supposed to come out at the same time, but it worked out that way. So the book comes out August 30th. It's available for pre-order now. But like if, if I show you Abraham and Sarah and what they went through when God called them from the land of Ur, nobody knows where the land of Ur is. You read the Bible if you read still the Bible and you think, oh, the land of Ur. No, the land of Ur is modern day Iraq. You know, these are the things you learn when you, when you study rabbinically the Bible like I do. You learn what all those kinds of things that give things texture and, 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 um, and context. And I want to know the, it's the details you know, so you can only tell so much about a song that I write that's, a, that's about Abraham and Sarah called The God of the How and When. And if people want to know more about them, read the book that goes along with it. It's almost like a study guide to go along with it. I'm sure you'll be spending many a weekend with this. Uh, every weekend, actually. I've already got it calendared <laughs> out. I'm ready to go. Well, you're more than welcome to come to our Fathom event. It's, it's a full-fledged motion picture. It, uh, it's, uh, it looks—thank God for drones— 
Oh, I could have never afforded to be a, a director of films in the days when you needed to hire a plane and a cinematographer to go up in the plane or a helicopter and shoot that stuff, you know? Now you send up your drone and you get the most unbelievable shots. How many times have you seen it back? Oh, I had to edit the whole thing. So many, many times. Many, many, many yeah. times, yeah. And so do you, editing it so many times, do you start to go, okay, I'm, I've been doing it so much, I'm kind of lost as to exactly what I'm doing. You know what? Uh, you, you, you do one of two things. You either fall in love all the more with your baby. You know, I just became a grandmother the other day for the, the two and a half months ago. And you, every time I see him, I fall more in love with him because I get to know him better. Uh, and then the other good thing about editing is you find little things that you know could be, could be better. But it's like anything in life. Eventually, your time is up. And then you just have to, you have, you just have to die to that, you know, in a sense. And, uh, and just let it be because it is, it is what it is. And just rejoice in it and see what God has for it. I just want it to change people's lives, Bobby. I'm not a churchgoer. I'm a, I'm a Jesus lover. And, uh, you know, the first f- people who believed in Jesus were called the followers of the way. They're, they weren't called Christians till many, many years later. That's, a, that's not a Jewish term. That's a Greek term, Christos, for Messiah. He was uh, a Jewish man. I have people say to me, well, now, let me get this right. Jesus was, uh, Jesus was Catholic, right? I go, ah, are you crazy? No, the, the biblical illiteracy is, is frustrating to me because it's the most fascinating book that the world has ever experienced. And the stories from it are ripped from the headlines today. Ripped from the headlines. I mean, if you read the Bible, you go, my gosh, this is a, the real housewives of the Old Testament. This stuff's unbelievable. I write those stories and I bring them to life in a modern day way. And I, I get the 65 best musicians I know in this town and orchestrated by two of the finest orchestrators and anywhere in the world. I'd put them up against anyone. Write with the best writers there are in the world because they make me look good. And, uh, and put it out there, and, and I hope people find it, and I hope it blesses them in a way that changes their heart so that it can change their life and give them hope. The book is The God of the Way, mm-hmm. out August 30th, and you mentioned the orchestra. You still sing wonderfully. Oh, thank You're you. You still sing just as beautiful as I've ever heard you sing. When did you hear me sing? Just, in the shower I, I, the other I heard, morning, no, you weren't supposed I, to yeah, talk about well, that. Yeah, well, listen, I was in the other room. Um, <laughs> when you were a child and— your mom sang. Your dad was a musician, if I'm right, correct. Right, he was a right? jazz saxophonist. So right. with that, I mean, do you get an ear, and are you genetically blessed because you uh, like how? Because again, you were so good so early on. No, I wasn't. You weren't. But, but no, but my, didn't my you want to be was, a singer. Though? I wanted to be a singer. I wanted to be Barbara Streisand. That didn't work out. I she changed my life the first time I heard people, people who need people. You know, you just want to went. I wanted dropped my jaw. And I just, I, I, I just wanted to move people like that. And I spent years in front of a mirror trying to hit those notes. But then I realized how important it was just to be the best me I could be. The world is full of people who, try to, who admire other people so much they try to be exactly that way. The world does not need any more copycats. We need more original, authentic people. And uh, I, I came to understand how important that was. That's why I can't stand all this culture, this canceling in our culture of people. Because we're not all alike. We were never meant to be all alike. God went to great, great trouble to make us all so completely unique down to our, down to our fingerprints. You know? And then we, as a culture, say, if you don't believe the way I believe, you don't think the way I think, you don't worship the way I think, you don't vote the way I think, you can't be on this planet. And I want to go, wait a minute, this planet that God made for us, every one of us, where'd you get that theology? That's really, really screwed up theology. 
I'd uh-uh. like it if more people were like me. I'll be honest with you. Huh? I mean, more people like me. I think that would be I would cool. take a few more boneses in the world. Yeah, me too. So other than <laughs> just, I'm the only one that we should copy. Well, how about Jesus? Before you, Jesus. A- mm, right now, though, in this room, <laughs> I'm the only one. So, but back to you being a child, I yes. my personal feeling is you you could sing, but maybe your sister was better and you were in such an advanced family that you didn't know. No, you know what? I, I thought I could sing and I went to my sister's uh, vocal coach because my sister could have been a, a, tri- a, a child wonder. I went and I, I sang a little song and I th- I did a few chords uh, for her and everything, uh, stretches, you know, whatever, arpeggios, whatever. And she looked at me very, very lovingly and she goes, oh, Kathy, stick to harmony, honey. And it made me so mad that I went out and learned how to be a singer. So when you're 16, what do you want to be when you grow up? When I'm 16, I want to be, um, I want to be uh, writing and producing movies with some of the most brilliant producers in the world. I want to be on a mountaintop with my cinematographer and my creative director and my team that I do everything with now. I want to you go. You can't out- want that at 16. You don't know them yet. Oh, oh, you mean if I worked? You're speaking yeah. to my known 16? Yeah, when you were 16, what did you want to be? Exactly what I am now. But I, but you don't know that cinematographer when you're 16. No, I no, I wanted to make movies then. Okay, I wanted to that's write. the answer. Got it. That's, so you, I said that. No, you said you're a cinematographer. <laughs> no, I, I want to be making movies. Okay. You know, I called. I didn't call. I didn't have a phone back then. They were. <laughs> I wrote. Uh, when I was about eight years old, I wrote a movie. Uh, I, I saw a movie, and I wrote... Uh, Walt Disney, a, a letter. You wrote Walt Disney yes, a letter. Yes, I did. It's called Chutzpah in, in Yiddish. And it's like, you know, uh, it's like I knew what I wanted to do. And I wrote him a letter and I said, my name is Kathy Epstein. And I thought that down and you need to meet me. And and I, I, I think back on it now and I go, what kind of audacity is that? <laughs> I said, I want to make movies. I want to be in your movies. And you should meet me because I'm known for my expressions. And I, and I got a letter back from him. It was a form oh, wow. letter, but an eight-year-old kid doesn't know. Signed, Walt Disney. And he said, maybe someday you and I will work together, Kathy. I hope we will. And I think it's going to happen. It was really very, I know he didn't write it now, but back then I thought he did. I thought Tinkerbell wrote it or somebody did. And um, it was just amazing because years later I worked with Regis and uh, we worked Regis and I owned half our show and Disney owned the other. I ended up doing like five Disney films. My son made his, his debut along with Justin Timberlake in a movie called, you know, Model Behavior. You know, I did make movies with Walt Disney. That's pretty cool. Do you think Walt Disney signed it himself, though? No, I don't. Oh, you don't? No. No, I'm not. I, I, you know, I did it at the time, though. Yeah. I'd never seen a form letter either. So when did your TV career start? I had my big break, believe it or not, in 1977 at the age of 22 years old. Doing what? The, the singer, the lead singer on a show called Name That Tune. I knew I know it well. Yeah, I had to I had to learn two hundred songs in five days. Singing, yes, but, but only that, little portion of but it. But again, like, you're twi- la la, and life is worth living. You're a great singer, but only worth living if you're la la, right? I had to just la la out the title, and then somebody else go buzz, born free. They'd win a hundred thousand dollars, and I went home with like <laughs> being paid scale. I didn't care. <laughs> it made me. People knew me. It, I, I I was I, it was my big break. And then I came here for, to Nashville for a year, and I shot uh, something called Hee Haw Honeys, spinoff from Hee Haw. That's where I met Dolly and the Gatlins and Barbara Mandrell and so many other people that became my friends and still are. Larry Gatlin plays Joshua in my movie The Way. I mean, from all the way back then. From all the way back wow. then. That's- you know, kids, I mean, today people want everything overnight. They don't know the value of hard work. My daddy had three jobs. My mom sold eggs door to door. You know, I was taught 
I was taught such a, a, a good work ethic. My dad used to say, you, you know, I love you too much, honey, to deny you the privilege of making mistakes. Just do, but be willing to because that's where you're going to learn almost everything you need to know. And, and I, I never forgot that. And then when I was going in for an audition or something, he'd say, just be the best they ever had, hon. That's all. <laughs> That's awesome. Your dad sounded awesome. And he was a jazz saxophonist. And I've had a thing for those guys ever since. <laughs> well, so the book, The God of the Way, and then the next day, the movie is out, two right? Two days later, is it two, yeah. So 30, there must be 31 the, the, the days. The 30th then. is the, the book, but it's available now. That's, that's The God of the Way. And the film is called The Way, and you're so sweet to let me talk about it. It comes out as a Fathom event on September 1st. On the 1st. See, I would assume there were 30 days in this month, but I never mastered that Knuckles thing where it's like oh, yeah. January. If, if, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but you start on the up Knuckle. Wait a minute, it is the next day. No, I don't know. I'm just going. No, there's a 31st. Okay. Yeah. Well, listen, yeah. You know, I'm spinning Not- in circles now. <laughs> January, February, March is up. April is down. May up. June down. July up. And but August, August is down. up because they both have 31. Uh-huh. And then it goes. I got yeah. got by the Knuckles game, guys. Didn't remember it. <laughs> um, Cassie Lee, you are a real real treat. And I hope this thing is everything you want it to be. I hope uh-huh. it fills your cup in all the ways because it doesn't sound like your cup will be filled with money or prestige or fame. It sounds like you want to change people's lives. And I, think, I, really I think that's really fantastic. Well, I've, I've always been a huge fan of yours. Thank you so much for having me. And boy, you did marry a beautiful woman. Uh, uh, yeah. yeah, am, I, yeah. Am I, is there something I'm missing? Are you guys broken up? What happened? No, can you imagine that? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Here? No, we're actually, no, it reminds no. me of the worst thing that ever happened. I've got to learn to stop doing what this. What happened? Oh, the worst thing ever. First time it happened, it was with James Taylor and Sting. I like to throw them, them around. I'm interviewing them on the show with... with um, with Hoda, and I say to, to James, because I've followed the whole Taylor family since forever, right? How's Alex? Because I'd known he was sick. And James looks at me and goes, he's dead. <gasps> I swear, I'm going, oh. oh, dear God. Oh, dear Jesus. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Now, here's the worst one. If there's a worse one, it's this one. About two years ago, three years, I don't know. No, it's more than that, because I was on with Hoda, and I've been gone three years. One of my favorite people in the entire world is Marty Short, Right. Who's greater than Marty Short? There's nobody. Love him. And I've always admired everything about him. But you don't hear about a lot about Marty in the rags or anything. He just does his work and he makes you laugh and he makes you happy. I always loved him and his wife, Nancy. Adored them. And so I'm going on and on about how, how do you do it, Marty? You guys have one of the most incredible marriages. I've, you know, I've, in Hollywood, there's, there's, nobody has wedding marriages like that. You know, and, and you're never in the trade. You're never in the, all of that stuff. Well, the show ends, and Marty, because he didn't want to embarrass me, comes up to me so kindly, because, Kathy, it was obvious you had no idea, but Nancy died of cancer last year. And I, you know, I went, oh, my God, Marty. I've got to stop asking people how somebody is. Because there's a chance these days, the older I get, there's a chance they're not around anymore. And I, and I, and I just, ugh. I mean well. Well, rest assured, we're doing wonderfully. I just always feel weird taking, like people are surprised that I have a pretty wife all the time because they no. look at me. No, no, but they're like, congratulations <laughs> on that. And I'm like, ah, I don't know how to respond to that, but th- I will say thank you. That is very kind. I would say that she got a hunk of burning love is what she got. Mm. You'd be the only one. We walk into places, <laughs> Kathy, and they look at they look at us and they, they, they'll look at her and go, oh, she's pretty. They look at me and they look back at her to make sure that she's kind of all right. And they just don't understand. No, here's the thing. You know what your secret is? You are Clark Kent. Well, I take my glasses off. I still suck. Look. No. You are one <laughs> hot. Okay. You okay. always. Oh, 
You Kathy are. Lee, come on. No, I'm not going to take that. I'd say, mm, you're right. I wouldn't, <laughs> I'd say, yeah, you're, you're, you're better than average. But no, I think you're unbelievably attractive. Well, I appreciate that. You could that. be my son or that, grandson, but that, that's that okay. That makes me feel, well, that, uh, listen, here's what we're going to do. <laughs> <laughs> the God of the way. Let's the, get back to God. The book, yes. And then two days later, every, everyone should check, check out. Check your the, knuckles, folks, everyone, for, the day, for a theater remember near you. July and August, those knuckles are both ups, right? <laughs> And then uh, followed by the the movie. Listen, I love you. I love to see you oh. so happy and so fulfilled. I think that's all. Thank you, sweetie. Thank, all- I want to thank Nashville and all of Tennessee for welcoming me the way they have. People have just been makes me cry to think about. It. They've been unbelievably kind and and great. I'm so grateful for it. Well, there thank she you. is. Thank you, Kathy Lee. Give Thank you very much. Y'all. Thanks. Thank you. That was awesome. Willie Nelson, Waylon Jennings, Chris Christopherson. How did the biggest names in outlaw country start a musical revolution? Through one woman's vision from one tiny living room. Don't miss Mandy Moore as Sue Brewer in the new scripted Audible original, The Boar's Nest, Sue Brewer and the Birth of Outlaw Country Music. Discover the true untold story of the extraordinary woman behind the outlaw country music movement and its biggest stars. Brewer shaped the sound and soul of country music as we know it today, despite never picking up an instrument herself. Lovingly dubbed as The Boar's Nest, Sue's place was an intimate staging ground where a new breed of singer-songwriters, wounded souls, wayward upstarts, that's where they would spur each other and tap into something bigger and something realer. Starring Mandy Moore and featuring Eben Moss Backrack as Shel Silverstein and T.J. Osborne as Johnny Cash alongside a full ensemble cast. Audible invites you to enter the boar's nest and experience the rise of a musical revolution. One woman, one time, one place. The boar's nest. Sue Brewer and the birth of outlaw country music. Listen now at audible.com slash the boar's nest right here right now find your beautiful new floor at right rug flooring choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee visit rightrug.com. that's r-i-t-e-r-u-g.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you 24-month financing is available with approved credit for 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. This is the year to stop overpaying for your family plan. So choose a straight talk wireless family plan. Unlimited data, talk, and text on a reliable 5G network. And you can get a new line starting at $25 per line per month for four lines, plus taxes and fees and no contracts. That's good decision making. Available at Walmart and on straighttalk.com. Family plan discount with four lines, all on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. In times of traffic, your data may be temporarily slower than other traffic. Video streams at up to 480p. We've all been there. You have a question about your credit card. You call the number for help and you can't get a hold of anyone. With 24-7, U.S.-based, live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person. Anytime, day or night. Yeah, you heard that right. A real person. Get the customer service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. A voicemail from Hannah in North Carolina. Um, it's 11 p.m. on a weeknight, and I should be asleep, yet here I am scrolling TikTok. And I just discovered that Garth Brooks had an alter ego named Chris Gaines in the 90s, and he even put out an album. Uh, please explain, and why have I never heard about this before? Probably because you're young. Yeah. yeah. Probably because you're way young. So Chris Gaines was a character that... Garth created for a movie, and the movie never came out, but he still made the music for it. Like, he didn't just go, I'm going to make a new music persona. This is probably 
1999 or so. Eddie? Hey, listen, we were all as confused as she is now, then. Like, I remember going through it and being like, what is this? Like, I'm a huge Garth Brooks fan. Now he's an emo rock dude, but that obviously wasn't the case. Yeah, he kind of purple hair. So (laughs) the story was that Garth had planned to feature this Chris Gaines character. The movie was called The Lamb. That movie, again, never came out. So there was this character. And as part of the movie, he was going to release, like, a concept album as this character it wasn't Garth going, I'm just going to do Chris Gaines because I want to scratch an itch. It really was a creative thing to go with the movie, which isn't that crazy if it's all together like that. Yeah. Where it, where it kind of hit weird was people were like, I don't understand. You're just Garth to him. Because the movie, the movie never, never happened. came out. Right. So the life of Chris Gaines came out. It sold two million copies, which crazy. is a lot. Do you remember songs from that? No. I remember liking them. <laughs> I don't either. I don't remember any songs. I remember song going on SNL doing both. Oh, like, being Garth and Hosting Chris? and being That's Chris right. Gaines. Lost in You was a top five hit. I don't remember it, but I remember thinking, why is everybody freaking out? That song's pretty good. Mm. So he doesn't really do it anymore. But that's Chris Gaines, a movie character. The movie never came out. He never got to actually be the character except for the music. And then people were confused, but it was actually a really good body of work. It just was a lot at once to understand. And there wasn't social media and there wasn't the internet to explain it to you. That's right. So if you didn't catch it on network TV, you were just like, what? Why is Garth wearing a wig? That's it. (laughs) But it was good. But that's it. That's the story of Chris Gaines. 25 years old, from North Carolina. His name's Cameron Marlowe. I saw a Jake Owen post. I don't know Cameron Marlowe, but this song is awesome. And I thought, that's cool. That's like respect from another artist. He made his Grand Ole Opry debut after Brad Paisley came out in his hometown. I was like, hey, why don't you come play the Opry? So that's pretty cool. And this is his current single, Giving You Up. Because I'm giving you up. He's got a new album out today. Think you're gonna like this guy? He's gonna perform. Here he is, Cameron Marlowe. On the Bobby Bones Show now. Cameron Marlowe. I saw Jake Owen posting about you, and he said, "I don't know Cameron, but I like the song." Did you see that? I did, man. That was that was cool to see, man. And I talked to him after, and we were just talking about music. And what he told me was they were just, you know, going through some streaming music, and he was listening to songs, and he was like, you know. One song sounded like the other, sounded like the other. He goes, but then I heard that song from Cameron, giving you up. And he was like, that thing just sounds different. Yeah. And so that's got to be a compliment come from somebody that's done Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Yeah. So where are you from, man? I'm from Kannapolis, North Carolina. I knew North Carolina, but Kannapolis, what's that town like? Uh, man, it used to be a real small town. And then I went back for the first time in a while, not too long ago. And uh, they've built like a baseball park down there now. And it's, uh, it's kind of on the up and up. It's cool to see the little town grow up. So, do you have family still there? Why would you go back after a long time? Have you? I do. My grandparents are still there. My, my parents are moving away from there, but uh, yeah, grandparents are still there. I was talking a minute ago about Brad Paisley and how he came out and surprised you and was like, hey, time to perform at the Opry. Yeah, man. That's got to be pretty cool. That was, and that was actually in Charlotte, which is like my hometown amphitheater to go to. So, uh, I'm always nervous with anything Brad Paisley because he, he's such a well, prankster, he's, man. Yeah, he's <laughs> up to something always, and he'd be like, psych! Yeah. He'd be like, well, that wasn't funny, Brad. That was mean. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, have you played the Opry? Did you go play it, or are you I still did. waiting? Yeah, yeah, how'd it I, go? Oh, man, it was awesome. The nerves before you get up there are ridiculous, though. They are, and it doesn't help. It's awesome, but it doesn't help that everybody's there for it, too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah You know, absolutely. like, all your people, and it's amazing, because all your people are there, and there's, like, you know, they're covering you with the camera crew, oh, and yeah. you still have to go and, like, do that first performance. Yep. So, it seems to me, as an outsider watching you, that it's been, like, Boom, Cameron Marlowe just flying up. It, like people are caring. There's a buzz. 
But I got to imagine to you, that probably doesn't feel like exactly the same <laughs> thing because you've probably been grinding at it for a little bit. Yeah, man. Uh, it definitely feels slower than what everybody thinks it is. Uh, but man, you know what? I take every day with a grain of salt and I just enjoy that. This is what I get to wake up and do. So you wake up in the morning, you open your eyes and do you go, dang, I'm a country star. <laughs> I don't know about a star, but I get to say I'm a country singer. Yeah, but I see like your face and stuff now on all kinds of stuff. Like I see it on these signs. Yeah, you know, man. I see. So people in your hometown, like, are they galvanized? Are they big fans of yours because you represent them? Is that a thing yet where you go back and they're like, dang, we're kind of hearing you on the radio now? Definitely, man. I went back and played uh, my very first, like, the hometown bar in my place was called Coyote Joe's, it's right outside of Charlotte, and I got to play that for the first time last year. And man, the oh, last year the first time, yeah. Oh, man. that's cool. Yeah, so that was like the big, big show for me. And man, coming home and seeing all my friends and all my family out there—that's well. That let awesome. me warn you, you're gonna have a lot more friends back home that, were, <laughs> that claim they they were your friends back in the day. I've got some new family members. I found for out about. sure. <laughs> you're gonna have cousins. You're going to see a level of fourth cousin that you didn't even know existed. <laughs> but that's all. That is awesome, man. So you got a bunch of tattoos on your arm there. I do. You and I are both just tattooed gangsters. So, <laughs> you know, I you know I know what it's like. I got a couple myself, I oh, guess. Oh, yeah. Bad boy. Yeah, people look. Hey, the truth, though, is we were somewhere, and I think maybe they'd asked you, Eddie. You were like, hey, is Bobby here? And they were like, is that the guy, with, the tattooed guy? Yes. You remember that? Yes, and I do I, remember yeah, that. Yeah, I felt pretty cool, <laughs> so Cameron. Now you're known as that dude. I'm the tattooed guy. <laughs> I don't have near what you have. Is it just all on your right arm? Uh, I have my cross on this arm, but other than that, yeah, all of it's right here on this right arm. Is that an OCD thing? I honestly have no idea why I didn't put it all on my left arm. I, I guess I just, when I was playing guitar, maybe I wanted to have it down here, make me look cooler than I actually Now he's confused. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why. Uh, back to talking with you in a second, but I remember seeing that cover of Folsom Prison that you had done. It had millions of views. Was that your first viral like piece of content where people were like, okay, we should spend more time with this guy? I think so, man. Yeah, I, I really that blew do. up. And people, I had like three different people send it to me. Really? And everybody covers that song because it's a classic song and it's a pretty easy one to play. Heck, if I can play, it's pretty easy to play. <laughs> but, you know, you crushed it. And they were like, have you seen this guy? Have you seen this guy? But that was my introduction to you really? when that when that song blew up. And I want to talk about you being on The Voice for a second because people would send me your videos too. But a lot of times somebody's like, hey, do you know this, I saw this person on The Voice? You should like really you know, care and help them on your show. But mostly it's people who like know that person, right? But a couple people had sent me yours that didn't know you. And yeah. that was, yeah. And that, I thought that was also like a telling thing that like you had a real promise even then because – you know, everybody in this town has an interest in something, but Absolutely. the people that sent me yours were like literal friends of mine. And they're, they're like, hey, do you know this guy? And I was like, I don't. But like, dude, you're so good live, which blows my mind that you lost the live show on that. Those shows are full of crap. And I say that. <laughs> let me say this, Cameron. I was, I was on American Idol for four years, right? Yep. And I love it. I love the show. And I, it was great to work with a lot of the, the kids and young adults and, you know, trying to make them be stars. But they don't get it right all the time or most of the time. I bet you they... Send them this clip. Eddie, send them this clip. Let's show them how they really messed up here. So when you lose in the live, because it was live, right? Am I right on this? Yep, it was live. live. When you lose that, are you disheartened at all? Or are you leaving with a boost that you made it that far and let's see what happens? Man, I think I left with a boost. I, I was really fired up because I was coming from a place of never being like in music at all. And uh, that was like my first taste of being able to do music every day. And I was like, this is what I really want to do. I was selling car parts back in Carolina. So like... I had met so many people out there that were like songwriters in Nashville and stuff like that. And I was like, man, I want to, I want to do that. Like that, that's what seems real to me and seems true to me. So, uh, as soon as I got back, I was 
here in Nashville as much as I could possibly come and then ended up making the move up here and that's kind of how everything started for me. How big's your apartment now? Uh, it's, it was small, but it's still small. Because <laughs> <laughs> I imagine you've been so busy. Absolutely. You know, since. And now, you know, as good as you sound, you're killing it. It's a, it's a grind as a new artist because you have to go show everybody how good you are. Oh, yeah. Man. Which for you, is, I think everybody in town heard that performance, I by mean, the way. That was so loud. I think everybody heard that one. Yeah, that was awesome. How did they say they found you on that show? Was it a, the, was YouTube? Did I like think a, so. I think they, when I got my initial call, they uh, said they saw like some Instagram videos and YouTube videos that I don't even think I put up myself. My mom is like my biggest fangirl. So she, I think she actually threw it up for me. So kudos to her for getting everything rolling. Kudos to his fangirl. Yeah. <laughs> his mom. His mom. That's, his mom. That's tough. Yes. Yeah. Uh, we, can, we can edit that out, can't we? <laughs> we, can, we? You know it is what it is. Uh, Cameron Marlowe is here. The new album is out. Now, how good is it? Be honest. I mean, I hope it's good. <laughs> uh, mm. I, uh, you need to I sell really, me. Sell me like car parts. Well, I fought for this album a lot. Um, I, I switched the, uh, a lot of the songs out because I went to Wyoming and I wrote this song called We Were Cowboys. And when I went there and I wrote that song, everything kind of switched in my mind um, to a place where I was like, you know what? This tells my story of when I was growing up, and I want this album to represent me as a whole. So uh, a lot of the songs that I had already picked for it didn't make it, and I ended up going back and recutting a lot of other songs that felt more true to me. So this is really just a life story of me from the time I was young till being here in Nashville. What was the song? We Were Cowboys. So by the name of the album, too? Yes. Okay, so that song was so powerful to you once you wrote it and you kind of identified as that song mm. that you named the whole record after it. Definitely. So it's got to be a good song. I love it, man. Yeah, do you play it in your shows? I do. When you were selling car parts, we'll end on this. Okay. What kind of car parts were you selling? How would you sell them? Was it on a phone or in person? Um, it was all through computer. So uh, basically, I was working for GM. And you do ASL? You need a car yeah. part? <laughs> <laughs> you know what that means, Cameron? ASL? I actually, I, was like, I mean. Age, that... sex, location, internet talk? Yeah, don't worry about it. I'm sorry. Don't worry about it, Cameron. What are you, 25? Are you 25? 25, yeah, yeah, dude, this is before you. Did you ever have a, like a AOL Instant Messenger? Yeah, uh, I didn't, but yeah. I knew what it was. Your, your, your papa had it? Your yeah. fangirl mom had it? Yeah. All right, all right. So, okay, so how would you sell a car part on the computer? Just tell me that. Basically, like, they would have people that would need car parts that they couldn't have from their location or something like that, and I had to make sure that they got from oh. our distributor to or our distributor to theirs. So it wasn't somebody just going, I need a muffler. <laughs> yeah, no, not really. <laughs> mm, got it. Was it hard to quit your job? Oh, no. Well, mean. hold on, hold on. <laughs> I, was it, okay, did it feel risky to quit a job with stability because you come from a town like I come from where that's all we have is how stable hopefully the pay, next paycheck is coming in? Was that, was that a difficult decision to leave stability to chase this that's amazing but, you know, not really the most stable industry? Oh, absolutely, man. Uh, what's kind of funny is I, when I was visiting up here is I, I came to Loser's Bar and uh, I met a couple guys up there, and they were like, man, we're getting this house, we're getting this house. He was like, do you want to like be a roommate? And I was like, yeah, man. And I didn't think that they would ever hit me back up. They hit me up, and they were like, hey, we're getting this house. Are you going to do it? And, and you owe us 400 bucks this yeah, month. So, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And that's kind of how it happened. And I was like, well, I guess I'm moving. And I quit my job and just kind of came up here and did it, man. Uh, good for you. Thank you. Do you feel like you've gotten better as a singer since you've been here? I think I've learned have you a learned lot. how to sing I feel better? like I have. Yeah. Definitely. God, dang. There's so many great singers out here, man. No, you, it's you. you. It's only you now. No, you and Stapleton. That's it. That's it. No more. Uh, Cameron Marlowe, the records. We were cow the, the album. We were cowboys. It's out today. And great job. Great initial performance. Thank you. so Yeah. Much. When we ha we talk about having you back in the future, 
you'll be on the maybe list for sure for the next <laughs> time. He doesn't know what to say. No, you're for, <laughs> hey, great job, Cameron. Thank New you. album's out today. You guys go stream it. There he is, Cameron Marlowe. Yeah. Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. This story comes to us from Illinois. An 18-year-old man was wanted for stealing a vehicle from a gas station. They hadn't been able to find him. They show up at his apartment. They knock on the door, and they're like, oh, no, he's not here. And they're like, well, let's come in and look. They're looking around, can't find him. But then a giant Steph Tutty Bear is breathing. He had cut the butt out of the teddy bear and climbed inside of it and was trying to be the teddy bear. That's pretty funny. Oh a couple gosh. things. One, I like it. I don't like it. Like, generally, you <laughs> it's shouldn't. pretty funny. But that's, that's a pretty good approach. I love a stuffed Tutty Bear. It's my favorite. If yeah, I, I don't address that, that yeah. our listeners are going to go, why would you let him say stuffed Tutty Bear and not say something? Stuffed Tutty Bear. I knew bear. what you meant. I messed Did up Did I all say the time. stuffed? Or no. said stuffed Tutty Bear. Just stuffed Tutty Bear. It happens. Yeah, it that's happens. a tough word, though. It, it is. Stuffed? Yeah. Try saying it three times fast. <laughs> stuffed, stuffed, stuffed. Pretty much nailed it. Okay. That's <laughs> pretty good, Amy. Yeah. Stuffed Tutty Bear. How funny is that he cut the butt out and was sitting inside of it? It's a two parter. The first part is that's. An amazing way to try to hide or get away from the cops. Big teddy bears hide in one of them. Two, <laughs> I also mess up. Mm-hmm. Me too. But I would like our listeners to know that they can get off of us. I'm just addressing Steph to Teddy Bear because I think it's funny you said that. Yeah. Uh, extend, what do you say to Amy? Grace. Grace. Yeah, extend yeah. grace. I agree. People get off, get off Lunchbox's case, everybody. Yeah, <laughs> yeah what are you doing? Yeah, wow, I mean, that's a lot of words in that story. I mean, to, what do you know? Yeah, stuff, stuff, stuff. Look how hard that was. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Stuff, yeah. stuff, Don't stuff. Don't act like you talk perfect. Yeah. 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 All right. Uh, Thank I'm you, Lunchbox. Lunchbox. That's your bonehead story of the day. Stuffed teddy bear. Nice. There you go. Yeah. Hope you guys have an awesome weekend. Sonic sent us the cherry burst slush the other day. I ordered a hamburger, and like I said, I'm a psycho killer because I don't put anything on it except mustard. But they sent these up as well. They're It's an icy burst of cherry-flavored slush with these bubbles in it. What did it remind you of, Amy? Ooh, uh, really, like, you just slurp it through the straw, and, like, then there's this chewy gummy thing inside, like a bubble tea. It's really good. Yeah, kind of like a bubble tea. Like a nice blast surprise. So Sonic's Bursting Bubbles, they're back for a limited time. Add them to your favorite drink. You can just add the bubbles. So get it. It's awesome. It's cherry fun. burst, cherry burst slush. Uh, I like I like any burst. Yeah, <laughs> all of them. Preston it's like burst surprise. from Low Cash. <laughs> yeah, except yeah. it's Preston. All right, burst. Burst. <laughs> but I still think about that like in any burst at all. Okay, new episode of Twenty Five Whistles today. It is our sports show, football show. We got a couple cool guests: the Vanderbilt head football coach and Paul Feinbaum are on. But also, I talk about, and I can tell you more about this soon. But I bought. An old guy's estate had a bunch of stuff in it. He died, and I bought a bunch of sports. sports it's, it's a thing. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's a cool story. We, we talk about that, and I, I walked through it all, item by item that I got, and so you can hear that today. 25 Whistles. Search it up. You can listen to it this weekend. We appreciate you guys. We'll see you Monday. Bye, everybody. The Bobby Bones Show. Bobby Bones. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. 
This is the year to stop overpaying for your family plan. So choose a straight talk wireless family plan. Unlimited data, talk, and text on a reliable 5G network. And you can get a new line starting at $25 per line per month for four lines, plus taxes and fees and no contracts. That's good decision making. Available at Walmart and on straighttalk.com. Family plan discount with four lines, all on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. In times of traffic, your data may be temporarily slower than other traffic. Video streams at up to 480p. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. What kind of fun is waiting for you at King's Island? The holy cow, we're way too high and here comes the drop kind of fun. The make a splash all summer kind of fun. The I can't believe I ate that whole funnel cake. Let's get another kind of fun. But most importantly, at King's Island, you'll find for the fun of it kind of fun. Don't wait to start your fun season. Kings Island is now open on weekends.